guys, I'm Rachel and this is Time We Talks. There's so much history in our world and so little time we spend learning it. So today we're going to talk about Hatshepsut, the king of queens. So before we get into things, who do you think she is? She's a queen mm-hmm. of what I assume is Egypt. Mm-hmm. I've heard that name before. Was she the, like the forgotten queen or something? You'll just have to find out, won't you? Wouldn't she? Didn't they, like, they can't... No, that was the other one, wasn't it? They can't find her tomb. Her tomb. Yeah, that's what I know. I probably would know more, I just you'd have to tell me. All right, so what do you know about her? That's all I know, babes. Okay. <laughs> what I just told you is all I know. <laughs> have you heard of her before? Yes. Okay. I don't remember what context, though, but I do... Yes. We actually talked about her... When we talked about um, Nefertiti. That's where I remember. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, she was the daughter of the infamous King Tutmos III. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the first. <laughs> okay. Scholars um, believing she was born around the time of his coronation, which was 1504 BCE. Before I, Common Era. Yeah, I know what that means. But I just, some people like, my brain doesn't process that. Because when I think of that, I think of before... Like, the 1200s. Right. When you say 1500s, I think of Europe, and I think of that time and that era. And No, 15, uh, 1,500, um, 1,504 years before the Common Era. That's what, that's what I, yeah. How's that? But it just, like, yeah, messes up my brain when someone says that. But, yeah, okay. I get you. Um, her name means foremost of noblewoman, or... She's the first among noble women. Tutmos II, the second, uh, the son of his second wife, was crowned as his father did not have any surviving male children with his first. However, at the old age of 12, Hatshepsut was led to him. <laughs> I'm sorry. Old age of 12. <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was funny. Okay, you, you got me there. That's funny. I thought it was funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's old why I put it in there. 12. Uh, at the yeah. ripe old age of 12. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So, with her husband being considered frail and ineffective, she was free to walk all over him, although monuments still show her standing behind him. Um, she is only known to have bore one child, and it was to her husband, a female. Her husband died, and so the throne moved on to Tutmos III, who was an infant at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, beca- hmm? No, continue. But because of his age, she was able to rule as queen regent. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So she began with little recognition. Um, her nephew slash stepson, that's right, mm-hmm. um, having monuments formed of him with her off to the side, and they always made him look a lot older. Yeah. That's crazy. Why did you say that so angry? <laughs> no, sorry. I'm not angry at you. I'm angry at this. Your ring. Eventually, though, she had her own monuments, where she was wearing not only the pharaoh's clothing, but appeared with what was typically considered male features, becoming co-ruler with Tutmos III. So she had broadened chests and, um, like, shoulders and stuff to try and give her more male typically fail, uh, fail. <laughs> typically. typically male <laughs> um, features. Um, so Tutmos Tutmos III was wed to her daughter uh, under her reign, uh, and she claims to be the daughter of Amun, who pretended to be King Tutmos the, the first, 
Um, so, and also his wife, since the passing of her own husband, uh, making her a demigod and more likely to be accepted as the pharaoh. So, is this the one where the top just does he kill her? You don't have to answer that question now. Okay. You will find out. Okay. So, um, one of her achievements was building the memorial temple, Deir el Bari. Um, she was also sending out military campaigns um, to Syria and Nubia. A, um, a trading expedition to Punt um, that she worked with brought back ivory, ebony, gold, leopard skins, and incense to her land, which were, like, expensive things. And they were like, yes, that is what we needed. Give it to me. Yes. Um, she often took advice and support from one of her courtiers, a man named Senemut. Um, some scholars believe that they were lovers, though it cannot be certain. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were lovers? <sighs> There's always a possibility. Like, see those things probably. Right. They're, maybe they didn't. They weren't like together together, but they definitely probably messed around. Right. That's what I'm saying. Um. So she worked mostly towards building things that would honor herself or the gods, and employ her citizens. So she thought about her people, too. She did. So she had a very prosperous... She really was a girl boss. She was a girl boss. Um, Today, there are a few museums featuring ancient Egyptian art and artifacts in the present day, which do not have some piece commissioned by Pharaoh Hatshepsut. So a lot of museums have stuff that she was like, make this. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, But getting into her death... Um, during her reign, Thutmose III had become her general and commanded their army. Uh, the last record seen of her is a rebellion removal from Kadesh um, that he led likely for her. So, um, she died around 1458 BC mm-hmm. uh, and was placed in the Valley of Kings and had her father moved into her tomb. Um, she like had an unhealthy obsession with her father. It's, like, kind of weird. Like, she literally took him out of his resting place and was like, I'm going to move you to sit next to me mm-hmm. in death. And not her husband. Yeah. Weird stuff. Really weird stuff. But um, she is believed to have passed in her 50s from abscess, um, from an abscess uh, following a tooth extraction. Could you imagine dying because you got a tooth out? <laughs> Your wisdom teeth gone? You gone. <laughs> Goodness. Preach. But yeah, so that's pretty interesting for her. Mm-hmm. Um, later on, uh, Tutmos the Third, uh, later on in Tutmos the Third's reign, he changed the records to make him pharaoh since his father, um, since his father's death, and it's believed he attempted to have all evidence of Hatshepsut just like removed. That's what I, I think. That's what I was getting mixed up. He didn't kill her, but he did like right. Should I act like she never existed? Right. Um, this did not halt her popularity, as later pharaohs had their temples built around hers because it was such an admired building. So she was getting a lot of credit for it, but her reign was very prosperous, and people adored her. So, like... Women do it better. Women do do it better. Hot take. That is a hot take. It's a big hot take. But why do you think the Third removed evidence of her ruling? Mm, because... 
probably, I mean, theoretically, he was supposed to be Pharaoh, and he'd maybe want to take credit for all those good things that happened, even though he was an actual, like, toddler. Right. <laughs> when a lot of that was going on. Literally an he infant. Also, it literally could have been classic misogyny, and he was like, I don't want them believing that a woman could do it just as good, or if not better than a man, so. Right. Definitely could have. Do you think she actually died from the tooth thing, or do you think that's just, like, something that happened that, like... I mean, it, it's not surprising if she did. Right, because of the medical stuff back yeah, then. Yeah, but also, I feel like Egyptians were really ahead of their thing with all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it's still... It's the olden days, you know? Anything could happen. You could scrape your ankle on a rock and, oh, look, you have tetanus. Guess you die. <laughs> Like very true, very true. Sad stuff back then, but um. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me on Timely Talks. If you want to check out some of my past podcasts, visit fhntoday.com to listen in. Tune in next time to hear about Agatha Christie, and don't forget, I'm Rachel. Remember, history is written by those who have won. Mm-hmm.